Let's do it. Good. How about y'all? Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Yep. Yep. Anything in particular you're thankful for this year? My son, my wife, and my family, just my whole fam, but uh, most importantly, just like my son being healthy and my wife being able to be healthy as well, just because of the, the whole pregnancy and the delivery was kind of stressful. Yeah. yeah. So. Everything good now? Everything great now. Everything great. What's up with this uh, Titans offense these days, Adrian, without Derrick Henry? just felt like he was, he was so, so much a part of their identity without him. How do you assess what you see? Yeah, so uh, obviously Derek being out, being out is a big blow to them. But I mean, their offense that kind of just does this do what they do, and they're gonna come out. They're still gonna run the ball. They're still gonna test our uh, our physicality and see if we're able to stop the run like that. And then you gotta watch Tannehill because he's due for a good number of plays, like where he can get out of the pocket and, and make things happen with his feet and. Their passing game is going to be their passing game. Like, I, you don't really see too much change. And then you got guys like uh, Foreman that's coming in and Hillier play good. So it's going, it's still going to be a tough challenge. I mean, Henry was out the game and they went out there and, and beat the Rams. So, like, it, it really doesn't matter. That's a, that's a good football team. Adrian, what has it been about your defense over the last three games? I think 13 points over the last three games you guys have allowed. Uh, what has it been about you guys over this stretch that has led to the success? Uh, it mainly just challenging ourselves to be a better defense because we know that early in the season we let some stuff slip. So everybody just challenged themselves and wanted to be better and just been building off the confidence of each win every single week. And you're kind of getting in your groove now. And you know that down the road, like as the games go on, the games are going to get tougher and tougher. So everybody has to buckle down even more. And we've just been doing that every day. Sort of a little off the wall question here, but you sit down in the team meeting, let's say yesterday for the first time, you hear Coach Belichick trying to like talk this week. Mm -hmm. it sort of hurt to listen to him when he was in here. <laughs> like, what was your first reaction? I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, you you could tell like he had a little little uh, I don't know what what to call it. You don't want to call it nothing these days, <laughs> but you definitely you definitely noticed it. Like ah, it, this ain't the same voice that you used to. But he's still he's still getting up there and talking. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't reference it right. Like mm. he just goes as if like it's normal. Right. Right. Like he he acts like there there's nothing different about him. <laughs> and, and one thing he said about you this week was um, he just said like complimented you. He said like sort of like Pat challenged who. You know, had a long career. Yeah, you know. Patriot, great. Yeah, and I was actually going to ask you, what do you know about Pat? And because I mean, he opted out last year. Yeah. I know he's been around a little bit, but. Yeah, I never really got the chance to play with him, obviously, because he opted out last year, and then this year he he retired before the season. But he's been around, and he's he's talked to us before some games. Like, before some games last year when we had some big covers on tight ends, he talked to us and, and let us know, like, the type of stuff that – they like to do and, and what to watch out for. And then when he came back to some of the practices, he gave us some more game on, on how to cover the tight ends and what he did when he went against certain people and and what he looked for during the route progression and stuff like that. So he was, I mean, you could obviously tell that when he was here, he was a good vet. He wasn't one of those vets that 
kind of holds stuff out against you. He was just a down to earth dude, and, and we've been talking like we we've uh, linked up a few times just for like some of our teammates' birthdays and stuff like that. And you would have thought he's in the building with us. Like it's just it's, it's a great time. Adrian, you referenced your wife and your baby. If you don't mind, um, your wife has been in a residency. Mm -hmm. and she's had her own career. How, how do you guys manage things personally with, with her career, the baby, you here, playing stick? Yeah, it, it's de it definitely took some practice, you know, because her field is even more demanding than mine. And her schedule is always ever-changing. Like, at least ours, you kind of know what the dates are going to be and what to get ready for and stuff like that. But hers can change on a fly like that. So this is actually our first year living together, together during the season. We would usually keep it to, like, once a month, she would come out for some time. And, and for the holidays, she would have some ex uh, extended time to come out. But this is our first year living together, and, and like, it's been great. So, like, to navigate that, obviously, it's a, it's a whole lot of FaceTime calls. You got to be on the phone. Like, as soon as you leave the facility, you got to talk about your day and stuff like that and just make sure that we're continually checking in with each other and not getting caught up in our daily routines and, and not forgetting about our connection that we have with each other. So it's a it's an everyday process. You had a good year last year, man, but does it help this year? Does it just a, a settled situation having your family here? You know, I can say this because we talked about this, but uh, I was actually, like, anxious, nervous a little bit to see how things would play out because for so long I didn't have to worry about getting to the house because she was back at Texas. So I could be here for hours throughout the day and not really have to worry about it and kind of go at my own pace. And you know, when you're living in your own spot, like you kind of got your own, you kind of got your own routine that you're getting into. But now during the season, like I'm living with somebody else for the first time. So it took some adjusting to get used to, but it's actually, I think I'm playing better than I was last year, so it <laughs> helped out a lot. Does she, does she remind you that, you know, career high picks, I think? Oh, yeah, yeah, she, remind, she reminds me that. She reminds me of that all the time. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joshua Bledsoe out of practice this week for the mm. first time. What's he been like behind the scenes this year? Yeah, I, we were happy for him to get out there just because we know it's been a long process for him to get out there. And we know how, like, critical it is for a young rookie to, to be able to get those those reps in. But seeing him out there on the field, man, it was it was fun to see. Obviously the first thing you see is that he got fresh legs. It's the it's the middle of November, so he's out there flying around and stuff. But it's it's great to see him out there and he he's been like a sponge since he's been here. So like learning and everything like that is it's been good to see. Guys here said that a brotherhood seems to be forming. You know, there's teammates, and then you guys really come together. Have you felt that more so recently that you guys just really starting to click chemistry-wise? Definitely, like it's bigger than football, and it's always bigger than football. But you know, you kind of get a part of some teams, and you see guys really don't mesh the way you would want your team to mesh. And the the great thing about our locker room right now is. Everybody rocks with everybody. Everybody talks to everyone. We got DBs talking to O-linemen, kickers talking to linebackers. Like, it's just great. Everybody asks about each other's family and, and just make sure that 
we're at we're checking in with them on the mental health like outside of football to make sure everything's okay with them and you can see the genuineness behind it and i think that's another reason why we're we're being able to take this to the next step they've been one of the best red zone teams in football not the best the last few years and you mentioned Tannehill's running ability mm-hmm. how much does that play into their success when they get into the red zone he's got five rushing touchdowns a lot. I mean, if you can't score, you can't win, you know, and it's hard to win with field goals. So with them going out, out there and being able to punch the ball in the end zone, being able to drive the length of the field with their do, which they do, like they have their long run hitters and stuff like that. But when they get into the red zone, being able to finish those drives, like that's an elite offense. Being able to do that is hard. It's, it's harder for some teams to score when they get in the red zone. Like you see some percentages of – of teams when they get down there, it's like they kind of choke a little bit. They kind of want to hit the home run ball just so they don't have to worry about it. But with their running attack being the way it is, with Tannehill being able to run like he is, and their passing concepts being complex, like it, it, it makes it tough for the defense. So when they get into the red zone, we really got to make sure that we're on top of all our checks and, and make sure we have everybody rallying to the ball. Cool. Good.